Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. China is rapidly abandoning the mass testing, lockdowns, and centralized quarantine that defined its stringent three-year-old COVID zero policy. And the nation is facing a daunting task now to ensure a smooth exit from this policy. But can Chinese markets enjoy some smooth gains as the economy reopens? Or will it be a roller coaster ride? Joining us on the phone today is Xiao Zibang, reporter at Bloomberg News. Zibang, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, good to have you with us. Happy Monday in twelve twelve. <laughs> Happy Monday to you too. Yeah. So Zibang, um, before we get into the. I mean, the more serious stuff. Hongbin and I, over the last hour or so, we've been talking about what we would grow if we went to space or what we would send to space (laughs) to expand. I know you've been listening and you've heard us talk about coriander and astronauts. What would you send to space? Uh, It has to be something organic, right? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would send myself. I'm not very happy with my height. (laughs) (laughs) She said the same thing. Me too. Okay, we can go to space together. (laughs) Okay, it's a deal. deal. Awesome. Okay. That's our New Year resolution. That's it. Okay, I'll see you there. Now, okay, let's get into the details because after more than two years of its zero COVID policy, we've seen things start to ease in China. But the question is, how daunting of a task is this? Right. um, So in uh, winding back all of these restrictions, China is facing an uphill battle mm-hmm. um, in terms of exiting COVID-0. Um, it faces several challenges because of the speed that it was happening. It was such a, a swift um, rolling back of restrictions that mm-hmm. um, Beijing actually appears ill-prepared for this sort of uh, exit. So on one hand, we have the healthcare facilities. Um, uh, uh, you know, we, we still mm-hmm. need some time to ramp up the capacity to cater to the patients. And then on the other hand, we also have um, vaccination rates remain vulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, re- remain low for the vulnerable um, segment of the population that includes the elderly. And, um, and, and then we are also talking about a potential exit wave um, as China, you know, leaves um, this whole um, stringent testing to mm-hmm. keep uh, COVID at bay. So we are going to expect some sort of disruptions to business operations that was actually seen back in um, the Wuhan outbreak um, three years ago. And Sabang, just on the back of that, you've just published an article about a record share of UK firms in China. They're pessimistic on the year ahead. I'm assuming that's on the back of the current situation there. Perhaps you can elaborate more on some of their key concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a record share of um, UK firms with presence in China has reported that um, they are pessimistic about their outlook in 2023 um, because of uncertainty from uh, China's COVID rules. We can see that you know China didn't actually offer a clear roadmap in terms of you know scaling back of uh, all of these restrictions. And um, at the same time, the, the Chamber of Commerce is telling me that. Um, they are seeing a new risk from what I've mentioned just now about, uh, you know, the emerging COVID wave that could, you know, threaten to disrupt its business operations. So all of that is dampening its mood. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of challenges still remain there. But how are investors reacting to the developments of COVID policy easing in China? I mean, um, 
on one hand, uh, investors have been loving it. They have mm-hmm. been waiting for this moment for very uh. long. Yeah, so um, so we can see that the Hang Seng China Enterprises Index actually had its best month in mm-hmm. November after this surprise uh, policy shift from the COVID zero exit from po- uh, property um, support. So so on one hand, they are enjoying this whole um, stance that the government is taking. But on the other hand, it's also becoming more cautiously optimistic because of all the risks mm-hmm. that we have talked about just now. Um, I mean... Um, China does have some advantage uh, mm-hmm. in terms of exiting its COVID zero situation. It can learn from others, um, you know, from Hong Kong, from Singapore, um, and uh, at the same time, it's also facing a milder Omicron uh, variant. So, technically, um, investors have some reason to be optimistic. So you've spoken about uh, UK firms. How are investors reacting? I mean, you've mentioned that they have, you know, they can be more optimistic in terms of opening up, but there's still a sense of caution, isn't there, in the market? Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, I guess ultimately it, 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 uh, we, we are saying that, um, that there could be some sort of uh, volatility in mm-hmm. the Chinese market in the, in the new year to come. You know, um, from the risk of uh, overwhelming infections, as COVID zero rolls back to the property crisis and a regulatory culture that never ceases to spring any sort of surprises on us, just like, you know, this whole COVID exit situation. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we still have other geopolitical tensions at play, China's relationship with the U.S., and then um, this uh, economic slowdown at home and abroad as well. So those are going to weigh on investor sentiment after this wave of uh, initial um, excitement wears mm-hmm. off. And despite, you know, the volatility, some are saying that, you know, it's a risk you should take. So how high are market experts or strategists betting global equities will rise as China joins the post-COVID party? Right. Um, <laughs> I don't really have a figure for you on mm-hmm. that, but uh, we did uh, conduct this survey for, the, for, for mar- uh, money managers uh-huh. and about 60% of respondents actually recommended buying the country's stocks. Mm. And that is because of this optimism about China's reopening and then also um, the cheap valuations that, uh, that, that, that is happening in the market right now. Any particular sectors that they're looking at? I mean, of course, uh, the reopening stocks are always mm. investor favorites, or the tourism-linked um, mm-hmm. um, stocks. That would be that would be certainly a, a market favorite. You mentioned changing relationships uh, for China, and we've got to talk about um, Xi's recent recent trip to Saudi Arabia. What are your thoughts? Right. Um, so. This trip to Saudi Arabia comes as um, Saudi's relations with the U.S. is mm. actually experiencing um, uh, a downturn at this moment, to say to put it nicely, uh, because of uh, Biden's uh, disagreement over over Saudi's uh, energy policy. So while she was there uh, in Saudi Arabia, the, uh, the two countries actually agreed to meet to have um, in-person summits um, every two years, and also uh, expand cooperation on oil um, oil trade. Mm-hmm. And that comes as um, China is already Saudi's top oil um, buyer. So that really testifies to how strong um, that Chinese relationship with Saudi has come, and how. Uh, Saudi's relationship with the U.S. have frayed. 
Okay. So um, now going forward, anything else that you're watching out for in the weeks ahead as we come to the end of the year? Right. Um, so we would be definitely looking out for any sort of um, COVID chaos on the ground in China. Mm-hmm. Um the, I mean, they just rolled back the restrictions last week, but some sort of chaos have already kicked in, at least in the nation's capital, Beijing. Um, we are seeing reports about, you know, hospitals, healthcare facilities being overwhelmed. Mm. Um, some sort of uh, uh, drugs like paracetamol are, are running out of stock. And at the same time, Beijing is reporting even fewer cases than before. So something is not lining up there. <laughs> and... Uh, and, and and how that really plays out, and 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 how Chinese authorities will respond to that potential exit wave is something that everyone should uh, look out for. Well, I guess more volatility, not only in the COVID policy easing itself, but markets as well. Thank you so much, Subang, for joining us today. Thanks again for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Xiao Zubang, reporter at Bloomberg News. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.